Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about showing you the step by step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hey there, and welcome to the How to School for Health Coaches podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I'm Julia Sarver, and I've been running online coaching practices for over 13 years. And one thing I know is that health coaches know how to take care of themselves. They know they need to eat right. They know they need to move their bodies. They know they need to get sleep and rest and play. And they also know they need to manage their stress. And these are things we all teach our clients, right? But as solopreneurs, it can be so hard to find the balance. And honestly, sometimes we face challenges in our business that we can't just meditate our way out of. I have to be honest, some of the most common conversations I have with my clients and with my fellow coaches are conversations about how to manage the demands of running a business that is supposed to give us freedom, but sometimes doesn't feel that way. And that can be hard to admit, right? Maybe on Instagram, our businesses and lives look great because we know we have to present ourselves in a certain way to get clients. And I get that. We do want to show our clients that we know what we're talking about and that we are competent and put together enough to actually be helpful. There is nothing wrong with that. But behind the scenes, I know things can get messy. We all have days where we feel on top of the world and like we're kicking butt and taking names and everything is working. That's one of the best feelings and I absolutely love those days. And we all have days where we feel like nothing is working, where it feels like we are total failures, where it feels like it's time to quit and get a job. I've had those days too. I'm also someone who believes that we should just be normalizing the conversation around this. Working for ourselves is an incredible gift, and it does give so much freedom in terms of where we put our time and energy, what time we work, even where we get to work. There is so much value in that. And my friends who are entrepreneurs are some of the most stressed out people I know. The weight of having to make every decision on our own can get heavy. The pressure to hit financial goals is intense. And don't get me started on how tough it is to be the sole income for the family like I am. It's a lot. I know that my mental health can take a toll because I'm a business owner. But I also have some pretty great tools in my tool belt that can help. Remember, I've been doing this for 13 years, so I have learned a lot. Uh, and I want to share what I do to manage my own stress and mental health. But I also want to be super clear that I am not a therapist. I am not an expert in this in any way. I'm sharing the things that work for me. And if they help you too, that's great. But I also want to make sure that you know that it's okay to reach out 
to trained professionals if it feels like things are getting too tough. I have certainly done that. I have done that recently. Therapists can help. Primary care physicians can help. You can ask them for help in finding a therapist. Or you can actually just Google, how can I find a therapist? I did that before recording this episode because I wanted to have a resource for you. And and multiple sites came up where you can just enter your zip code and a big list of therapists pops up. So I want to just make sure you know that it's okay if things are feeling really hard. And it's okay if you need help. We all need help sometimes. Okay, let me move into sharing the things I do to manage the stress of being a solo business owner. If you don't know me, you should probably know that I am the primary income provider for my family. I have two young children, a husband, friends, family. I have health goals. I have business goals. I have life goals. There's way more to my life than just my business, and my business is a really important part of my life. So that's why I want to talk about the tools that I use, because they help me stay on track day after day and week after week. And I've been doing this for a really long time, which is why I have these systems in place. And they're kind of bigger, broader things. If this is an episode that all of you feel is really helpful, um, then we can dive into this more. I'd be happy to dive into this topic more, but I want to just start this conversation and like I said, normalize it. This is hard. Working for yourself is hard. So I want to just share the things that I do that make it easier and make it so that I have a little bit of space so that when the stress feels like it's getting overwhelming that I know you know, what to do and the foundational things to come back to. Okay. So I want to share three things with you today that I think are incredibly important in managing your stress as a solopreneur. So the first is I want you to take a good look at your to-do list. I am certain that much of your stress is coming from having a to-do list that is too big and too full of the wrong things. This is something that I work uh, with my clients on a lot because it's really important to be focusing on doing the right work. So I find that a lot of people will spend their time doing a lot of little tasks so they can check them off their to-do list, but it's not always the work that's going to get you to the next level in your business, which can sometimes feel too hard or too complicated, or, or maybe you just feel like I really don't know how to do that thing. So if you're finding that you're checking a lot of things off your to-do list, but at the end of the day, you're still like, huh, I didn't really get anything done today. It's because you're not working on the right things. And so the right work looks different. The right work looks like having a sense of what needs to happen next in my business. What is the next thing that if I solve it will change everything in my business? So for example, it might be something like I am feeling cash strapped. So what I need to do is get three private coaching clients so that I have a little bit more cash in my bank account. Or maybe the next right thing looks like I need to have a difficult conversation with one of my clients because she's no longer a good fit with me. Or maybe the next right thing looks like my business is not going the way that I want it to and I need to do an audit 
of what I have been doing to see where I can do things differently. One of the things that's so hard about looking at our to-do list is that it's always the tasks that feel the hardest that are the ones that are going to get us the results. And I have this conversation all the time with my health coaching clients, my health coach clients, I should say, um, where you know, they want to think about like, oh, I have to create a freebie or, oh, I need to work on my website. And sometimes you do need to do that. But usually the bigger thing we need to do is really understand who am I talking to? How am I marketing? Am I sharing my information and the work that I do in a way that people can hear me? And that work can feel hard because sometimes we don't know how to do that work. Maybe we are not an expert in marketing. Maybe we are not an expert in sales. But I'm here to tell you that the right work almost always is related to getting better at marketing and getting better at at making sales because that is what's going to stabilize income. And for so many of my my clients, stress is around income, right? Like that just makes sense. If you're trying to make this your full-time business, you really do need to understand how am I going to make this money? How am I going to replace my income? How am I going to pay my bills? So That's why I want you to look at your to-do list and have an honest conversation with yourself. Are you doing the right work? Or are you just doing busy work? Are you doing the work that you sort of know how to do because you just like to check things off? And again, no judgment from me because I am the type of person who after I have completed a task, I will go back to my to-do list and add it just so I can cross it off. Okay, so no judgment from me. But I just want to ask you, are you doing the right work? Are you doing the work that will get you the results you want? Because if you're not getting the results you want, again, I am certain you are doing the wrong tasks. You're not doing the right work. I always talk about with my clients this idea of doing less, but doing it better. Because when you look at your to-do list, I don't want you to have a bigger to-do list. I actually want you to have a much smaller to-do list. I found that when I do less, but I do it really well, it helps me to stay more focused. It helps me to stay more focused on my business goals, but also it helps me be more successful. So instead of trying to, you know, do 600 marketing tasks in a week, why don't you do one which is more likely to get you results. Like pick the one that is really going to get you results. It may involve making a phone call that feels scary. It probably does. It may involve sending an email where you might get rejected. It probably does. But those are the things that will get you the results. And in that way, you can do less. So you don't have to do all the 500 things it feels like you need to do every week. You can do a few things that maybe feel harder, but because you're doing the the more important tasks, you are going to be more likely to actually be successful, okay? So when I do this, and this is something that I remind myself all the time, am I doing less better? Am I doing less better? Um, When I do this, I have more clients, And I bring in more income, but I'm also serving my clients better and I'm better balanced in my own life. And those are both really important. So the first thing that I was just saying is take a good look at your to-do list. Are you doing the right tasks? Be honest with yourself.
It is totally okay to say, nope, I have not been doing the right tasks. That's okay. Make a better choice the next time you sit down to work. So the second thing that helps me manage my stress is I have found my people. So have you ever noticed how telling your friends and your family about your business just does not really get you the support you're looking for? Have you noticed that? (laughs) It's kind of frustrating. It has made such a difference for me to have the support of other business owners who are in my corner and who can pick me up when I'm down, but who also help set me straight when I'm making things too complicated. I had a mastermind group years ago that I formed. We met for breakfast twice twice a month um, for years, many years. We're all still friends, but uh, they would set me straight. And so one of the people in the mastermind, anytime I came with like a new idea or a new concept, or it was like I was going down the wrong track, she would just look at me across the table and say, okay, I hear that you left this idea, but Julia, does that help you do less better? Oh man, she held me to that. And it was so hard. And there were days I was really mad I had ever told her about that idea. And there were ideas that I had to let go because they were not helping me do less better. They were not helping me have more balance. They were not helping me have more success. So finding your people is really important because those are the people who will help you see when you're going astray or who can help you sort of pare it down. I don't know which thing is going to help me do less better. Can you help me figure that out? Right? Because that's one of the things about this work is you can talk about it in your own head all day. It doesn't mean you're going to come to a decision, right? I am an excellent overthinker. I always joke that I could be the founding member of Overthinkers Anonymous Because I can just back myself into a corner about almost anything. Like it's almost like a creepy superpower that I have. So what I find is that having people who you can say to them, hey, I am spiraling or hey, I'm overthinking this. Help me sort through this. It makes such a difference. Uh, Because I've been doing this work for over 13 years, that support of having my people, finding my people that has looked different over time. So I just want to let you know, like there is no one right way to find your people. Sometimes I'm in paid groups where I have a mentor and other people to connect with. Sometimes I'm working with a coach or mentor on a one-to-one basis. Sometimes I'm just in a text chain with other business owners and we go back and forth all day. There's no right way. There are many ways to do this. Uh, It is really important If you're like, I have no idea how to find people, well, you're going to have to add that to the work that you do on a regular basis. You are going to have to go out and try to find some people. One way you can do that is by attending networking events in your community. I really recommend if you're going to do that, try each place, you know, give them two events to see, does the vibe work for you? Do you like the people here? Networking events are way less about going into a crowded room and making a sale and much more about building a community, about having people who you can say, hey, I have this program coming up. Do you know anyone who might be interested? And also having people who you can say, man, I just had the Mondayest Monday of my life. Do you have five minutes so that I can vent? It just is so powerful to know that you are supported and that you are not alone. 
the more support and the more connection you have, the better it will feel. Plus, my closest mastermind friends have become some of the most important people in my life. They help me figure out business and life stuff, and I'm honestly so grateful to have found them. Uh, I don't know if you know that I have a group actually on uh, Facebook. It's a free group for health coaches and wellness practitioners. You're welcome to join us there if you're looking to build your community. You can join us at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash insider. That'll pop you right over to the group and you can come join us and have a conversation and not be so alone. Okay. So the first thing I said that helps me manage my stress is taking a good look at my to-do list and really paring it down and really only doing what is going to get me to the next level and really being serious about that's fluff. That's a distraction. That's something that I should do, but I don't want to do it. So getting really clear on that. The second thing that helps me manage my stress is finding my people because it helps me. It just reminds me I'm not alone. Like there are other people who, who get it and who are going through it. And the third thing I do to manage my stress is I take time away from my business. I actually take a lot of time away from my business. So as solopreneurs, it's so easy to get caught in the trap of working all day, every day. I had a client tell me she was working from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And I was like, doing what? Like, how? How are you doing that? And she's like, I think I'm just wasting most of my day. And I was like, okay, let's cut your hours. There is no reason for you to be working 12-hour days. <laughs> like, you don't have a busy enough business. That's not what, to do, what you should be doing. Even as a beginning business owner, when you feel like you're supposed to hustle, 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 that's not the right thing. Staring at your computer for 12 hours a day, it's not the, it's not the way, right? So take time away because you need space to allow yourself to think creatively. You also need space to be nourished creatively. I find that uh, sometimes work can feel like it's sucking the life out of me. And when I feel like that, it's because I know I'm spending too much time there. It's because I'm not doing the things that nourish me, right? I want to remind you, nothing is really that important in our businesses. Nothing. No one is going to die if we forget to do something. This is not brain surgery. When you take time away, you will find that it's easier to do that first thing I said, which is do the things that really matter. Wipe out most of your to-do list. But the way to see what that is, is by taking time away, taking time to go for a walk like every day. Take your walk without podcasts in your ears, including mine. Give your brain space to just process all the things you've learned and all the things you're trying to do. I find that when I am really struggling with a problem, I have to walk away. And it's like I walk away and I'll go out into the woods or I'll go play with my kids. And then like an hour later, I'm like, oh, that's the solution. Like a solution I couldn't have thought of while I was sitting there staring at my computer just like comes up. There's room for it to come up. I also take time away by 
taking time off, like not just an hour a day, but like a week here and there. I take time off every August. I take time off in the spring. I take time off in the fall. I take time off in the winter where I put an autoresponder on and I say, I am out of the office. And then I actually am out of the office. Like I don't check my email while I'm gone. Because again, why? Why can I do that? Because none of this is really that important. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm saying it will be okay if you take a week away. Nothing is going to fall apart. Your clients aren't going to forget you. (laughs) It's only a week. Give yourself some space. And another thing I do is I go to retreats and conferences and events that might be business oriented, sometimes they are not, to just replenish my energy, to really step away, to be doing different things every day, to be challenging myself in a different way. It's so important to have that space so that you can come back refreshed. You will be amazed how even if you just start taking off every other Friday, you'll come back on Monday and be like, wow, that feels so much better. Wow, that feels so good. Because don't we all know that really all weekends should be three-day weekends? Because I don't know about all of you, but it's like one day on the weekend is entirely like an errands and clean the house and do all the laundry day. And that doesn't even feel relaxing. So I think we should take more time off. And I think it's actually in, in full you know, transparency and honesty. I think it's more important for those of us who run our own businesses because there is no one else to take the fall for us. The reason I say that is because that's why every decision feels so heavy. If something is successful, it's because we did it. If something has failed, it's because we did it. (laughs) There's our mistakes. Those are ours too. So it can just feel so, so heavy. So I think that as business owners, we actually need to take more time away than people who work at jobs because at least at a job, the responsibility is shared. It's not the same when you're a solopreneur. It all falls on your shoulders. And for me, one of the best ways to manage that is by taking time away. Now, I want to actually make an invitation to you. I want to let you know that I'm hosting my first in-person retreat in October in Tucson, Arizona. The retreat dates are October 12th and 13th. You can go to theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash podcast. Look for episode 32. That is this episode. And there will be a link that tells you more about that event there. Why am I sharing this event with you? Because there's going to be 40 other business owners there and they, you get to do two of the things that I've said are important. Actually, now that I think about it, you'll get to do all three. So if you come to this retreat, even though you will be working on your business, you won't be working in your business, which means you will be taking time away. We're building time into this retreat for you to Go on a desert sunset walk. We're having a cocktail party so that we can all just get together, have a drink, have some snacks, and just be ourselves for a while and just connect. We also are making time for you to implement things if you want, or you can just go lay by the pool if you want, right? So taking that time away is important, and I want to give you this opportunity to do that. You also will be able to find your people at the retreat. So if you've been looking for other business owners who are ambitious like you and who are driven like you and who are serious like you, I have to be honest with you. It's one of the hardest things for me 
is finding people who are at, at the same level of desire of, I want to make my own life. I want to be in charge of my own life. Those people will be at this retreat. And then the first thing I mentioned, which was the to-do list, of course, that will be something that we cover at the retreat. So I would love for you to check it out. Again, you can go to um, the podcast page on my website, theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash podcast. I'll put a link. This is episode 32. I'll put a link about our retreat there. Um, so you can check it out and see if it's a good fit for you. Again, I just want to remind you, if you're struggling with your mental health, please get the help you deserve. Please get the help you deserve. I have done it many times. My, I have many friends who have. There's no shame in working with a therapist or other professional to just get the help you need and to get yourself grounded again. It's a really important thing to do. Okay, so those are my thoughts today on managing stress. Take, that, take a look at your to-do list and be real with yourself. How much of it that's on there does not actually need to happen? Probably a lot. Find yourself some people who really get it. Stop talking to your mom or your sister or your spouse who just don't know how to support you. Find people who can support you. And take some time away. Have it be at our retreat. I would love to see you there. Or just go take a walk, like commit to taking a walk every day, even if it's just 15 minutes, nothing in your ears, just space to process. I promise you, even just doing that, it's going to change things for you so significantly. Okay, well, I hope this episode was helpful. Please, if it was, let me know in the comments um, on the podcast player you're listening to. Go ahead and rate and review it. It's so helpful to us because then we know what's helpful to all of you. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this because it is such an important topic. And I will be back again. And if this is something that everyone finds helpful, I would love to continue this conversation. So thank you again for listening. And I look forward to connecting with you soon.